the pole pointed at, saying, It's true, but here I am today in defense of John Calipari. Why? Because he tried something different. Not many coaches do that. The new offense is fun and awesome. The defense is horrendous. But Miami made the final four with this exact same formula. Look at this, you see. Last year, don't fret, BBN. It's not as bad as... Time for the Kentucky Fish and Wildlife UK Basketball Postgame Show on ESPN 680 and 105.7. Coverage of Wildcats basketball is also presented by Ale 81, Kentucky's original ginger soft drink since 1926. Kelly, Kentucky, the employment solution expert. Kellyjobs.com. UPS Jobs. Apply today at upsjobsky.com. Cox's Spirit Shop and Evergreen Liquors. Louisville's Neighborhood Liquor Store. Genesis. Diamonds, the official jeweler of the Kentucky Wildcats. BJ Heating and Cooling, call the experts you can trust. BJHeatCool.com. Sonatrol Security, the number one rated security company in Louisville. SonatrolKY.com and Kroger, fresh for everyone. Now, here are your hosts, Mike Gandolfo, Jason Entz, and Zach Cantrell. All right, uh, Kentucky pulls one out tonight in, uh, like, I, I just think amazing fashion. It was like a, watching a heavyweight fight, taking blow after blow from Mississippi State, but Kentucky would not go away. Listen, this game was a fight to the finish, and Kentucky pulled it out mainly because of the amazing performance behind Reed Shepard. 32 points tonight for Reed Shepard. Made the uh, one major mistake, but besides that, he only had two turnovers. Of course, the one major one we all know about. 11 for 14 from the field, 4 for 7 from 3, 6 for 6 from the line. Led the Cats in rebounding with 5. Led the Cats in assists with 7. Had two steals, luckily because of the late one. He only had one. He actually had only, he got the second one late in the second half too. And two blocks for We only got two points from Big Z, but in 21 minutes, we were plus 17 with Big Z in the game, uh, and he had three big blocks, four rebounds. Uh, struggled from the floor tonight, but actually was able to contribute some other ways. DJ Wagner with 10 points and got the cat started with a, a, an early three. Antonio Reeves with another 20-point game. the Arrow with another double-digit game with 11. We did not get the uh, see Justin Edwards shine again. Uh, as far as what we saw the other day, he only had two points today. And then Rob had nine, but one of those huge threes to give them the lead and then had the great assist uh, after the, there was the Reed Shepard steal, I believe, that uh, led that uh, on the other side. So great performance from the Cats from a standpoint of that they battled. They shot 55%, 33% from the line, 88% from the, from the free throw line. However, the defense is still a major, major issue. And we saw a lot of things that popped up on the defensive end tonight that have been problems. And and namely, I'm going to just point out a couple of them. 
just go back and watch how many times our guys have to make complete rotations around to find the ball. Like the ball's passed and our guys are turning more than 180 degrees to kind of find where the ball is. They're constantly having to move around. Uh, one in particular, there was a drive in the second half where our, they Mississippi State goes right down the lane and in the frame they have to he has to drive past one of our players and you can see the back of our player's jersey and he's probably only like you know a foot away from him. And I just I know that that defensive stuff is is going to continue to nag at Kentucky. Kentucky could not protect the rim tonight, and Mississippi State actually didn't really capitalize on as much as they possibly could have, really. So uh, they they do watch the ball way too much. That's one of the the, the things we're getting on the Facebook feed. Um, and I'm getting I'm getting something on the Facebook feed that right now says I'm sure Mike will find some faults. Yes, listen, there were faults. Uh, we're getting a thing that says there's dead air on 680. Yeah, we're checking on it. I don't. Are know we what's connected going on. to? We're, yeah, we're the, checking on it. Okay, well, we're live on the stream and we're live on the Facebook page, so we're going to continue to go there. Uh, and yeah, so Jonathan, you, you are right. There are some faults. If you've watched that game and you thought, hey, defensively, we can't guard the basket, and we we let another guard just completely torch us for 31 points and had an all-time game for him for 30, 34 points. I'm sorry, 30, he had 31 before he hit the game time three, and that's another play. Ends that bothered me to no end. Reeves is on Hubbard, right? So Hubbard supposed to take the ball away from Hubbard, not to allow him to get back. He's playing behind. He's not even playing between the man and the ball. He's behind Hubbard. He's doing nothing to stop Hubbard from getting the from getting the basketball. Besides playing close to him, Hubbard seven for fourteen from three, thirty four points for him. Uh, to Lou Smith, who I just think the world of, had a double double with ten rebounds and twenty one points, uh, nine for thirteen from the floor. Uh, you know, Ince, what were your thoughts? Are you trying to figure out the technical difficulties? I've got, we've got calls. Give me a second. Okay. All right. They got the, they're working the phone lines. We're waiting for Zach to get off uh, the other channel real quick. Uh, so let's get uh, some of these comments in that I'm getting on the Facebook page right now. Again, we're streaming live on Facebook and YouTube, and you can also call in the show 502-267-9680. You can hit the UPS jobs text line 502-437-9680. Uh, we're getting uh, my cousin Tommy. Wow, just wow. I love that. Uh, Reed Shepard. Yes, Reed Shepard. I mean, I think this was an all-time performance tonight from uh, that we're going to remember for a, a really, really long time from Reed Shepard. He was amazing tonight. Um, uh, anyway, and you know, we are getting the, somebody coming to my defense saying that there's lots of false defensively. I appreciate that. Um, this they are not they not the only team in the SEC they don't guard the ball. You need to take off the Kentucky shirt. Every game is not going to be pretty. A win is a win. I am listen, I, Cecil. I agree with you. A win is a win. And at the end of the day, though, what I want to see this cat team do is get better and better and better. Because I would like for them to hang another banner, uh, the ninth national championship. And I do think this team is talented enough if they can pull it together. But I'm right now. I don't. I don't have the confidence that they can win six straight games. Yeah. Um, I bet can, that Cal makes his post-game presser. Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, it's not a 9 o'clock start. It's a 7 o'clock start. So give Cal a little bit of uh, leeway here. He's gonna. He's probably going to have a nice long press conference here because they they were able to come back. Uh, dumb fouls at at the end almost cost us the game. Uh, yes, there's a whole lot. We're back on the air, by the way, and 680 we've, is back. We've been on. Uh, my cousin Carl with the, with the CATS. What's that? We've been on. I don't know what was going on with the stream, but yeah, oh, okay. we got it fixed. All right, great. Uh, as a quad one 
And Mike is skeptical. Jonathan, that is correct. I would say yes. I, I don't know how you can be completely confident in this team yet. And we really kind of saw both teams tonight, Jason. Like we saw the we saw the Cats team that showed up against LSU, and we saw the Cats team that can overcome the way they did against Florida in the first SEC game. Um, you know, we aren't every we aren't everyone in the SEC. Also, this is not just a single game problem. You have to be able to play defense in civil league, period. Yes. We've got, you know, there's a reason why they have those metrics of like the top twenty uh offense and defense and Kim Palms or the guy or where the national champions come from. Uh that's exactly right. So this is your all show. We want you all to continue to have that interaction. You can get us on the YouTube comments, the Facebook comments. Uh again, the two six seven nine six eighty is the text sign, four three seven nine six eighty is uh, I'm sorry, it's four three seven nine six eighty is the text sign. You can call in five oh two two six seven nine six eighty. Uh Turning-style ending against a turning-style team we've been concerned about we couldn't beat. Uh, Paul, I think that is an excellent point because this is the kind of game that we feel like could be a trap game in an opening round. The, the opening round matchup for the Cats will be someone close to Mississippi State's caliber. Now, if we get another team like Mississippi State who's got some experience and some size down low with an explosive guard, you know, the, this Mississippi State, to be honest, is a nightmare matchup for Kentucky. They're an absolute nightmare matchup. And this is another game also where I think, and in, Ince in pointed this out in our uh, like little text in between, so I don't want to take full credit for this, but pace and tempo matter. Uh, Mississippi State was able to control the tempo for the majority of the game. They kind of let it slip a little bit in the second half, allowed Kentucky to get out and run a little bit, and uh, they were open, able to open up and, and score some points. And that's really was a, a big part of it. So uh, this is not a good matchup for Kentucky. And so from that standpoint, to get a win against what to me is a nightmare situation from a matchup standpoint is fantastic. And we're the other thing I think we can say about this Kentucky team, they've been in almost every single late game situation possible. And the more they can kind of start to pull out these late game situations, the better. Um, we're getting a yes exactly, which I'm not sure exactly what that was about, but thanks, UK Cats fan. Uh, Vic was saying that they did show tough uh, toughness down the stretch made big free throws to win the game, and that's all on Reed Shepard. That's why, like, Reed, don't make the hard pass to Antonio Reeves. Don't make that turnover. Just get fouled. Go to the line. We're okay with you going to the line. We like that idea. Um, and uh, Benjamin Huss is going to continue to fight for Big Rig, who's not going to be on the show. Um, that's going to be the way it is. You know, that's that's just where we are. All right, let's let's uh, let's go ahead and hit the phone lines. Oh, go ahead. I mean, I haven't got to say anything. Well, I keep on going to you, and you keep on being – you're busy the whole time. So, like, you know. I was just hanging out. Go for it, Ince. Let's hear it. No, we uh, – I'm not sure what was going on earlier, so apologies for that. No, I mean, you, you nailed it on the head. I, I think the one thing that we do need to point out as well – the second half couldn't have started any worse than it did for Kentucky. Oh, awful. And, awful, yeah. Great you know, point. You you get that three right before half, and you're like, okay, we got it cut to eight. You know, we've had that happen to us a couple times, and it, it spurred something for the other team coming out of halftime. And then we come out and we give up a four-point play, and it's like, uh, well, this might not be our night. And you got Hubbard hitting threes with, with people in his face. You got guys who are hitting 27% on the year, hitting back-to-back threes. You just got the feeling this isn't going to be our night. And we've talked multiple times um, about how this team seems to have games where unless somebody takes over, they can't win. And it's it's a frustrating aspect, but it's also really fun to watch somebody like Reed Shepard just completely put the team on his back and go off in the second half, to go off down the stretch. It's something that... It's it's a double-edged sword because come tournament time, you have to have a player like that. I mean, you go back and look at, 
you know, UConn in 2013 or uh, 2014, you go and look at what a lot of teams have done over the years where you've got that guard who can just take over down the stretch during the tournament and be unstoppable. But at the same time, if you're sitting there waiting for one guy to do all that by himself and then he he doesn't get it done down the stretch or he just doesn't have a great night, you need to be able to rely on the half-court offense. So it's we're going to live and die by this. I, at, at this point, we're, we're turning the calendar into March. This is what we are. But to have three different guys, and I think that's the important part, to have three different guys that can do that and not just one is a really, really big weapon for this team. Now, that said, Rob Dillingham, you've got to stay out of foul trouble. You cannot listen, keep his picking first, up these ticky-tack fouls. We need His two in the first half were awful. Like, those two fouls were terrible, terrible plays on his end. They were, they were, they were horrible, and, and he only ends up playing 16 minutes. That, that's a guy that we need on the floor. That's a guy that we need getting 25 minutes a night, minimum. And, you know, come tournament time, just these dumb fouls that they commit, fouling three-point shooters, fouling a guy on a layup when, when it's going to be still a four-point lead, these are things that can get you bounced out of the tournament. And it's just it is mind-boggling to, to see the, the lack of basketball awareness by Ugo. I thought Cal was going to murder him. Cal turned, oh, around. Was- <laughs> Cal turned around and looked down the bench like he was looking for something to throw. But Onyenzo, like, uh, basically got benched for almost the entire first half. Who came came back in late. But, I mean, yeah, Cal was not happy. Because, really, Ugo's the only person who can match up with that with that lineup down low at all. He plays eight minutes in the first half. is a minus 14 and did nothing to stop Mississippi State's big men in the paint. By the way, before we get to the phone lines, Texter says, I asked my wife if we can go make a baby named Reed. Um, I'm not going to read the rest of that. But I will say that Street will already beat you to that. <laughs> Spells it differently though, right? Doesn't Strebel spell it differently? I'm not sure. I mean, he could he I can claim he can claim that they named it. We were giving him crap the other night. He can claim that he named it um, Reed, and it had nothing to do with Reed Shepard. But he's he's never going to be able to convince anybody down the road. <laughs> Just like uh, my son's name Rocco, it had nothing to do with Rocky Balboa. Which you know, actually, Rocky's Rocky's name is not Rocco in the movie, but uh, still had a little bit to do with it. So. All right, let's uh, no get, matter what my wife says. Let's get to Michael and then Steve on the phone lines here. All right, Michael, how's it going tonight? You there, Michael? Michael going once. All right, well, let's go, Steve. There we Steve, go. Steve, you there. There we go. You got me? Yeah. Yeah, we got you. Okay. How you doing, gentlemen? I mean, pretty good. That's that's a gutsy win. That's a that's a the kind of win that you want to see a team pull out late in the season that gives you a little bit of glimpse of hope. Yeah, uh, look, I've been calling sports radio for thirty years. I've said some stupid things, but this year I said it mattered who we were in February. I've been saying that all season because of the guys we had hurt, the fact that we had Zonamir who uh, wasn't eligible that it would take time for this team to come together as a team. And I'm really hoping I, – I don't want to get too high. I don't generally get too high on the basketball team or particularly the football team. But I've been saying all year the talent is there for a Final Four team. And I just don't think we can run away from that. I really believe the talent is amazing on this team. And 
I, I can't help it. I'm excited tonight. I mean, you even had Brad, Bradshaw coming in and trying and, and fighting a little bit when he was getting physical. You saw how many times, literally, their their strategy was throw Zonamir on the ground. You know, throw him on the ground. Mm-hmm. You're, you'll score that way. It's a pretty good strategy if the ref don't call, you know, doesn't call anything. But he kept getting up. He literally kept getting up. He kept fighting. And uh, so I'm going to say something stupid. I'm going to say it. Look, <laughs> I think there's a chance Avicic could end up being a lottery pick. He's got talent that you don't see in college basketball. This is a foreign European uh, basketball-style player that you just don't really see in college. And I think he has some skills that are going to translate to the pros. He just does some things that you do not expect seven foot two guys to be able to do. And uh, Reed, I've, I've felt like there's been times where pressure has bothered him, where he's felt, you know, the pressure of a big game and he, he kind of wilted for a little bit. He didn't wilt tonight. The, the kid did not wilt from the pressure. I, I said it with three minutes ago. I'm like, this is a tourney game. This is a tourney game. This is the type of team we've been expecting to beat us in the tournament. And we won the game. You had last-second shots. This is the type of game they needed to win. So I'm hoping this translates to something better in March. Uh, good, good points right there. And by the way, I do think that we've, you know, I don't, I don't see anybody else out there. We consistently have five or seven players in these mock drafts, and it's usually not including Antonio Reeves in that number. Uh, and so I would agree that we've got the talent to go out there and get to a Final Four. Um, and also, ESPN's latest mock draft has got Zach Eady drafted in the lottery. So if Zach Eady can be a lottery pick. I think Big Z could be as well. Because if I'm looking at those two guys and who's got it, who translates better to the NBA game, uh, I'm probably taking Big Z. Yeah, he's so. got the range and the ability to pass. It's crazy. Exactly hey, what man. you need out of the big man today, right? He plays a lot, a lot more like Jokic than uh, than than Edie does. So, yep. all right, who else we got on the on the phone there, uh, Jason? Thanks. <laughs> you there? Yeah, sorry. You, we, we have calls coming. We had a call coming in as you finished that up, so I was <laughs> grabbing it. A bad um, time Joe, on my Joe, we accidentally hung up on you if you want to call back. I guess Zach's not off Louisville Sports Live right yet, huh? Is that what's no, he, no, he is. They are still over there waxing poetic about Kenny Payne and him getting another year next How year. often, like, how many shows can you have about who the next coach is going to be? Like, I can't even listen. I'm probably going to kick off the air right now because it's like I listen to the same Diener show every morning about who the next coach is going to be. And, you know, it's like, it's, like, it's like Groundhog Day, you know? So, I don't know. How, how often can you talk about it? Until, and nothing's happened yet. You still have a coach, so... But they, uh, they've got to talk about who the next coach is going to be, which it's going to be Kenny, you know? Give him, give him that. He deserves that extra year, man. <laughs> uh, ESPN Louisville, like and subscribe. Make sure you're on the – if you're on the ESPN Louisville Plus platform, please subscribe to the YouTube page. Uh, who's on the phone next? Uh, there We've got our guy Joe. All right, Joe. Joe, you there? Thank you. Yes, thank you, gentlemen. Uh, what a wild game. Uh I told my wife at halftime if the Cavs can uh, get keep it around 10 turnovers and, and get Mississippi State around 16, I thought we could win the game. Well, the final was 10 turnovers of blue, Big Blue and 15 for Mississippi State. So It's pretty close. I think, that's way, <laughs> I think this is the way this team wins. Alabama the other night, Kentucky had 10 turnovers. I think Alabama has 16. 
to me, that seems to be the key to the whole team when it comes to playing defense. Don't turn it over and make the other team have uh, about six or seven more turnovers than what we do. I think all of our problems can be solved just by that alone. Now, we, again, Cal Perry, he finally came through in a half-court game, and it was good to see. Thank you, gentlemen. You all have a great night. All right, Joe. Thanks a lot. Uh, yeah, he nailed that uh, number, you know, pretty close to what it, what it ended up being. And it's a pretty amazing to me that they can force 15 turnovers and still play the defense that they play about as bad as they play it. It's, it's, it's incredible. So, um, who we got next, Jason? We got Terry next. All right, Terry, you there? Yeah, guys. Uh, great game, great win. Uh, there was a play. I don't remember how many minutes were left. Great play by DJ. They they were killing us all night with getting the ball down low to to Smith, and they tried to do that, and he knocked it away and stole it. And I don't know, we were either tied or up to. Uh, it was a bit huge, huge play in the game. Um, um, I usually get on DJ a little bit. I thought DJ had a good game tonight. He he uh, he was on from three. He didn't force too much, too many things, um, and I know Cal really got upset in the heat of the game with Reed on that play where he threw the ball down there and we got a foul. I get it, but that's almost blasphemous to get on Shepard tonight. I mean, that dude was just—he was balling. He just <laughs> balling. He's just great. I mean, just—I don't know. I mean, it's like when you have a kid and. And you, and you get on and you get on your child and you feel terrible after you do it because I mean how, how do you raise your voice to that dude the way the way he played great win hang up and listen thanks guys well that steal I think actually that's the steal I was talking about earlier Rob hits the three to give us the lead with with 424 they uh, they come down DJ gets the steal which then leads to the Bradshaw dunk eventually gives us the three-point lead. And, and, and that play... Cats really never look back. And that play, you know, Rob deserves a lot of credit because that was getting fairly deep into the shot clock. Yep. Rob had a three. He thought about taking it. He didn't force it. He put the ball on the floor, and then instead of forcing a shot, he dishes it off to Bradshaw. That is maturity. That is growth because a month ago, Rob forces that three. He tries to, you know, it's it's Rob Dillingham time. I've got to take over. He is developing that maturity and that understanding and awareness of, okay, I don't necessarily have to force it. I can drive in and find a teammate. And that was a huge play because it puts UK up three. It keeps them in front because there have been so many times we have tried to give games away late down the stretch because we don't get points. And rather than trying to rely on getting stops – they kept attacking the basket, and I think that is critical. This game swung when UK started attacking the basket, started being physical. We've talked so many times this season about this team being afraid of contact, afraid of going down low and, and attacking the rim. It starts with Reed, but it was multiple guys tonight attacking the rim, not shying away from contact. How many times did we get and ones in the final 10 minutes of that game? Yep, and then 42 points in the paint right there, so... 
Uh, it's, it's pretty good. It's pretty, pretty, pretty good. All right. Uh, we've got Absolutely. John up and, next. Uh, once you're, uh, go ahead and then we'll get John. Well, I just want to just, just concur with what he's saying about DJ. You know, Cal was kind of talking about it earlier in his, in his, uh, early week press conference about DJ just getting his timing back after being hurt with the ankle and whatever else. And we've, we've seen DJ only make one basket. I think what they say on the broadcast, he's only made one basket like the last four or five games and, uh, tonight, you know, he he hits the three to kind of open up scoring. He didn't disappear. He was he was solid and he was dependable. He has, you know, I th- I thought he played a pretty good twenty eight minutes, and it was kind of good to kind of see. Him. That's the kind of DJ Wagner we need that can help us that can help us win. So go ahead. Who'd you say was next, John? Yes, John. All right, John. Hey, hey guys. Uh, What's going on, bud? Guys, how about well, he had an eight point lead with fifty six seconds. Fifty six seconds. Yep. I mean, we got to do better than having a need a shot at the buzzer to win the game with an eight-point lead. With uh, and and they basically had the one three-pointer uh, shooter, shooter. So why it took us a couple times after he made a couple before we started picking him up in midcourt. I mean, uh, sometimes I'm thinking, let's go to basketball class 101. I mean, seriously. And uh, and my man, it says. That the Z man, I love the Z man. Okay, but lottery pick. Uh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Is he watching the same Z man that I'm watching? I mean, that can't get up. Maybe he needs to play in college another four years, and he may be ready for a lottery pick. But uh, that five spot, spot we got to get more physical in there. We have got to shove, push, or whatever, and get position because our three guys aren't doing it. I mean, or they can't move anybody, and uh, it's it's. Uh, maybe Mitchell comes back. We can we can play two fours and three three and and uh, three ones. But you know, having four guys in there at the end that can all shoot free throws, and uh, Wagner and Reeves and Shepard and uh, Dillingham, that's pretty good. You know, I don't know how many shots free throws we had to make at the end there, but we made a lot of them. And I don't think and we missed any, especially. Uh, we didn't. Uh, we didn't. We were eighty-eight percent from the from the free throw line tonight, and especially considering that in the first half they basically only got to the line. Uh, they were over two in the first half. Yeah, in the second half, fifteen in the second 15 half, fifteen for fifteen. Those two yeah. misses and, were the two by Bradshaw. And that's a good thing. We just got to play a little bit smarter. And how about this? How about let's letting Shepard score the ball in the first half too? Is it okay? I mean, do we <laughs> well, have to wait till the second he's half? He's conserving energy. I think he just does yeah. what he needs to do and what it, what it needs to happen. I mean, I, that's what you're going to get. And listen, I will actually say from uh, – and Jason kind of just talked about what Reed did in the second half, and don't get me wrong, he was amazing, 23 points in the second half. He was carrying the team in the first half too. He was keeping us in the ball game, and he was actually getting other dudes involved and not letting them just kind of disappear – because uh, it was the kind of game where some of those guys could have disappeared. And I thought his first half was fen- was phenomenal. Uh, he was, that's you know, true. that's where he had four assists, and uh, he had the he had the yep. big block down there, had three rebounds. I mean, he he really um, he. But he, he can listen. score the ball. He knows how to score he the can. ball. He's not the fastest guy, but he gets in the lane. He gets the ball up on the rim. He scores, and he's good free throw. Cal, let's uh, let's let's tell him it's okay, Reed, for you to shoot a little more in the first half. Okay, get to the basket. We just need to get to the basket more. You know what I mean? You know what I, mean? I think we, at times, we get to looking for the three pointer and not enough 
getting in the lane and drawing fouls and stuff like that. I just think we need to do a little more of that. But man, we got we got we got four nice guards. I mean, we really man. If if guards win a championship for you, then we ought to have that covered uh, pretty well. We just so, got to guard uh, somebody else. We got a guard. We have good guards, but we need a guard because to your earlier point, Hubbard hits three three pointers in that last minute. Um, and again, if you if you listen to me earlier, and on that last one, Reeves is on him to guard him and try to keep him from getting the ball back, and he's playing freaking behind him. Like there's not there's nothing he can do, and I, and and. They constantly. This is this is a cow thing that's been there forever about how they play behind players, and I just do not understand it. Why they're always chasing dudes, and uh, instead of denying him and, and really kind of getting in his grill. So you know, uh, when it, you know, when it's a six point lead, it's okay to foul a guy and give him two free throws. Okay, it's okay when that clock's ticking down or whatever. Instead of saying, "Oh well, we're too much time on the clock." I mean. Cal's old. Oh, I don't want to foul. I don't want to foul. And he didn't want to foul when we had a three-point lead. Look what happened. Tied the game up. I said, oh, my God, this game is tied. But, you know, when Shepard went in to shoot, I felt pretty good it was going in the basket. You know, when he got that last shot, I thought, if we want anybody to shoot the ball right now, it's him. Because uh, he, when he makes a mistake, he likes to come back and uh, make up for it. If you've ever noticed, he uh, – Stealing the ball and stuff like that. So, absolutely. Okay, guys. Thanks yeah, a lot for the call thanks. tonight. All right, no, Kimba. Right. There it is. Thanks for uh, any, any takeaways on that, Jason. I mean, I I think for for me, the fact that Reed took fourteen shots tonight, he has, and we've talked about this a couple times. He's averaging, I think, uh, I saw the number was like three fewer shots per game on the road than he is at home, mm. and. He attempted seven threes tonight, which is not normal for him, and he hit four of them. Kentucky needs him being more assertive on offense. You know, having a weapon like him and not him not being utilized enough takes away the ability to stretch the floor. It takes away the ability to open things up for teammates. And like you said earlier, you know, seven assists. Let's just get it out of the way. You know, oh, player play of the game. That's just as easy as last player of the game. Yeah, 32 I mean, yeah. points, 4 of 7 from downtown, 11 of 14 from the floor, 6 of 6 from the line, 5 rebounds, 7 assists, only 1 foul, 2 turnovers in 35 minutes. I mean, literally put the team on his back down the stretch. But his ability to get teammates involved, his ability to stretch the floor, because he has unlimited range, and you need him taking 7 threes a game. You need him taking 6 or 7 threes a game just to keep the defense honest, just to make them think every trip down the floor, where is Reed Shepard? But the other thing that we haven't even talked about, he forced the tempo in the second half. Every time we got a stop, every time we got a turnover, a loose ball, whatever, he was forcing tempo. And that helped change this game because Mississippi State was doing what they wanted for 25, 30 minutes of this game. They were, they were not getting out and running. They were not taking shots inside of or outside of the last ten seconds of the of the shot clock, and it was working to perfection because that's how you beat this Kentucky team. You make them play a slow game, you make them play your pace. You don't let them get out and run. And once he started forcing the tempo, how many times did you see Mississippi State would come down and jack up a shot ten seconds into the shot clock because it was getting up up and down, up and down? 
That was and huge. That's, and that's human nature, right? Like they're you had to fight against the urge to want to slow it down because you know that's works yeah, for you. And, and, and their coach was exactly screaming right. at them to stop doing it. And and Kentucky kept forcing. You you talked about the other day when we were talking about well, we know this team can win these kinds of games, and you said you've got to be able to assert your style of play. That's what they did the last 10 minutes of the game, and it's why they won the game. Because if this game stays in the 70s, Kentucky doesn't win this game. We're getting all kinds of great comments. Uh, uh, Joe saying Kentucky scored 46 points in the last 12 minutes and 42 seconds. Uh, Tommy, these cats fought for the win tonight. Lakers J24. Rob was out of the game way too long. He was in foul trouble. But this team has options. Good offense can win games. Just got to hit open shots. Ken Fisher agreeing with me. Reed's gonna Reed does what needs to be done, and this is again. I don't think Cal saying Reed don't score in the first half. He's taking what the team gives. I, I don't, and I think it, like that turnover he had late in the game was such a surprise because the he plays within himself so well with so much maturity. That's a surprise when he doesn't do it. Uh, Shep, the best player on the court, defense must get better. Uh, must keep getting better is what he says. Uh, Mark says, uh, I know uh, business, leave it alone. We won. We, we, I don't know. Too many emojis are too many. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, who knows? Uh, and then we're getting Randy saying great team win. Big Z did a good job tonight. And dang Shepard was great. I, great is an understatement. I mean, he was phenomenal. What was it? The best performance that we've seen this season out of a Kentucky player? No. Because I don't, I don't even know that it's Reed's best performance. Oh come on, man! Didn't I'm, thirty-two didn't with seven have, assists and five boards? Yeah, I'm trying to remember what game it was earlier this season. Didn't he have thirty-five? Well, he might have scored more, but like the whole thing. So we're getting a yes. Uh, hopefully, that banging Camry thirty-seven twenty-one is saying yes. That this is Reed's best game. Uh, we're getting a beautiful game, and uh, we're getting a good job, boys. We're getting a little tap, tap, tap there. UK needs to remember they have a timeout if they get stuck in the backcourt. Get a fresh ten seconds. That almost did kind of bite them. Uh, and and even your favorite announcer, Mr. Dickey, was talking about that he was kind of surprised that Mississippi State fouled Reed uh, as they were kind of almost, you know, they weren't on top of a 10-second call, but Reed was going the wrong way. Um, best UK performance all year. We're getting that from Bain Camry. Um, Sorry, I yeah, think I was thinking From about. a player. Best UK player performance. Would, Chris Murphy saying Cal actually coached the game this time and he did it well. I hope we see more of this. It's like having the old Cal back. Good job, coach. We saw some zone mix in there. We saw some different movements on offense. I'm not going to disagree with that, Chris. And I, you know, I'm not the biggest Cal fan. Sorry, go ahead, Ince. No, I'm, I'm keep going. I'm looking something up. Give me a sec. Okay. Well, then I want you to hit some of these texts too. Um, but I, I, you know, everybody is right on it. Like. It's a great win. Yeah, it's thinking, a win we have to have. Rob, not Reeves. R- Rob or not Reed. Rob had thirty-five against Tennessee. That's yes. the game I was thinking about. Gotcha. Was Rob's performance with, with thirty-five better than Reed tonight? No, because we lost. <laughs> okay. All right. We need to. But it was, we need it was to, pretty that. damn outstanding. It was. But if I remember that game, I think he was really the only guy that was firing at all. Yeah, he was you fourteen know, so. to twenty-six of eight from downtown. Had four yeah. assists, but he also fouled out. So. What are we hitting on the text line? A uh, lot of good texts on the text line. Four three seven nine six eighty. Texter says, "Put the callers on a shot clock, please." Um, Texter <laughs> says, "Damn Gooby on the post game show." That's that's an inside joke. If you guys know, you know. Um, okay, well, you have to share with me one time because I just assume they're calling me Gooby. No, they're calling. They're saying it's Max Godby's nickname is Gooby, and there uh-huh. there are a lot of people that say myself and Max Godby sound exactly alike. Oh, okay. To the point it. that we were able to fool his own father one day when we when we uh, were both on air at the same time, and people didn't realize that there were two different people talking to Strebel. 
Um, Texter says, Cal coaches ass off tonight. No timeout called with two left on the final possession. Trusted Reed. He should have fouled. He should have learned from the Florida game. Thankfully, we got bailed out. But why well, that, that three-pointer happened with 10 seconds left. I mean, I don't know if you fouled there with 10 seconds left. I would. I mean, I just I, I've just I've seen it too many times now. I think if it's under six, I can see it, but there's still tens a lot to go. Um, Texter says so. we're the most miserable fan base in basketball. The shots Hubbard hit down the stretch were ridiculous. Mississippi State fought hard at the end. UK got the last laugh. That's a quad one win on the road against a good team. Take that and run. Which, by the way, they were saying before the game, if we won this, we'd move up to a four seed on the bracket. Four seed, so. yeah. I'm good right. with that. Um, Texer says, nice little win over another bum Mississippi State squad. Cats will get cooked. That's in the not, first hold weekend. on. That is not a, that's not a bum Mississippi State squad. I, they got a great guard and they, they have one of the best post players in the SEC. So uh, I, I, that is not a bum Mississippi State team. Yeah. Um, Texer says, what a great confidence building win. Shepard is the man. Cal not fouling in last three possession up three. Frustrates me. That's from our guy, BBN Blue Mist. Texter says, I don't think this was a game that Kentucky was going to win for 36 of the 40 minutes. Actually surprised they pull it off. Happy, but surprised. Texter asking, why not foul up three? Um, Texter says, I already read that. Read that one. Um, Texter says, put the, I've already read that one. Texter says, Mississippi State played a great game. Sorry, the text line is taking forever to refresh here. Okay, there we yeah, go. Mississippi State played a great theme, game right? and hit amazing shots when it mattered. Kentucky pulled out another win in a tough road environment is a terrific sign late in the season. Um, Texter says that's got to be Tox calling Mississippi State bumps. <laughs> Our guy <laughs> Detox, true. it probably is Tox. Probably we know true. you're we know you're listening to us. After, you know you got to listen to the, a team that actually wins their games once in a while. Um, Texter says so frustrating that Cal won't change the starting lineup. They got outscored twelve to three first half and nine to four second half. Look, that that's how he is. He's always been that way. He's never changed the starting lineup, even if it's Nick Richards getting two minutes and then getting benched for the rest of the game. Uh, we're getting Cats had has had, now had five different players score twenty five plus in a game this season. Uh, that's an amazing stat, by the way. If Edwards didn't disappear in this game, he uh, it would have been a ten point win. Uh, and then we're getting Edwards, one game wonder. Uh, we're getting Michael Cox saying Reed just plays so well with himself. He doesn't need to shoot more. He needs to keep facilitating, doing exactly what he does. Let the game come to him. 100% agree with that, Michael Cox. Uh, MC saying Ugo should have stepped up and left his big man to force Hubbard to give up the, give up the ball. Uh, Dylan Barnett, let's go Cats. The team has a great chance to go to the Final Four or all the way. They do have the talent. Let's see if they can put together the win streak. Uh, and then this team has multiple guys that can go off any game. Tonight was Reed's night. Uh, that's what's amazing about this whole deal, man. I just uh, they, That's exactly right. We've got five guys that have scored over 25 points. I think I've seen seven different names uh, hit NBA draft boards. Uh, you know, it's, it's a, the sky. There's unlimited potential for this team, right? Uh, A.R. Mathis saying, I think this wasn't Edwards' game. It was Reed Shepard's game. This time, that's all. So, they're, you know, they're going to give Reed, or Edwards a little bit of a pass. Uh, I'm, I love the story. Did you hear the, them talking about how uh, Reed's, Jeff and, uh, and, St- and Stacy kind of helped Edwards find someone that kind of help, help him with his mental side? Yeah, and, and they were on the broadcast. And the fact that they were talking about he has just been living in the gym this season. And 
to have, and Reed's been in the gym with him, you know, and I think that goes back to Cal's best teams have had players who love playing with each other and love, you know, the whole servant leadership and brotherhood and all that. It, it gets annoying sometimes to listen to him go on and on about that stuff, but it's there. And it goes back to the beginning of the season with these guys all getting together and talking Reeves into coming back. Because if he doesn't come back, this where is this team right now? Uh, if he's not there. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> to be able to, to talk a, a veteran player into coming back, having that maturity to understand, hey, we need you. And then to be there with each other. I mean, everybody on this team, if if they were selfish, if they were, hey, I'm I'm here to get mine and go in the first round of the NBA draft, I get it. I wouldn't fault any of them. I understand it. They could easily have that mentality, but they don't. They're sitting there working out with each other, trying to help each other get better, trying to encourage each other. Having having a player like Justin struggling the way he did earlier in the season, where we're talking about should his minutes be cut? You know, we're on we're on post game show, which it shows how much we know. We're on here talking about, well, he shouldn't be playing more than 10 minutes a game because he doesn't give you anything. Whereas the last couple weeks, he's given you a lot of energy on defense. He's attacking the glass more. He must have heard your comments last week about, you know, being about the rebounding. He yeah, had four boards him. tonight. And and again, they're, they're important rebounds. It's not just that he's yeah. accumulating four rebounds. He's getting important boards. He's playing tough defense. And he's we, not necessarily always in the right position. He's not necessarily getting stops, but he's giving effort and energy that wasn't there a month ago. I mean, there, we've had games this year where you put two games in a row, he didn't have four rebounds. So um, I, I'm with you, man. I, I think it's I think there's a lot there. Uh, we're getting uh, Logan Jackson saying Z really didn't play that bad of a game. He'd probably be our best big tonight. I agree. Speaking uh, totally, of, by the way, do score. you know what Ugo's yeah. plus minus was? It was bad, wasn't it? It was, it was horrific. Minus 21. <laughs> I don't Bloop. know that I've seen a team win a game and have a player minus 21. In 12 minutes. There was a 12-minute stretch where we were down 21 points when Ugo was on the floor. For, like that, You know how hard that is to lose 12 minutes by 21 well, when you, points? When you give up an and one win. when you're up four, you know. Jeez. <laughs> or up six. Uh, yeah. David saying most dangerous thing about this team, any given night, any given night, any kid can go off. Yes. Uh, and then we're getting... Uh, we need to feed Big Z some whey protein. <laughs> need to bulk him up for March. <laughs> Might be a little late for that. I'm just glad he's not throwing up every other day. It feels like you know we had he had a stomach bug. Um, I'm watching the fighting Mark Popes try to to take down Kansas right now. So uh, they're at the free throw line to tie it with 420. By the way, Kentucky only led in this game four minutes and 14 seconds. Yeah, and once they I mean, took the lead, it. they never gave it back. It's when Rob when Rob hit that three seventy three seventy two right. Uh, that was it. I think that's the important uh, part. The fact that they were able to not just take the lead, but they were able to get stops and extend it. Enough, they didn't get a ton of stops, but they got enough. Because how many times this year have they come back, taken the lead, or come back and tied it, and then they fall apart? Yep. It, it, granted, Big. it's not a it's not a you know top twenty Mississippi State team, but this is a game that they had found ways this season to kind of pee down their leg in those situations, and they. They tried. They tried to 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 make it make it difficult. They tried to give it away again, like they did against Florida. But again, they made enough plays at both ends of the floor to win this game. It's a good team. Who you know, it's a good team against uh, in, a, in a hostile environment, a tough a tough trip, a tough trip to make. Uh, I, and I think it's 
it's a game that really matters right now that they can go on the road and they can win a game like this. Um, sure. Texter says Edwards is Keon Brooks. Love the dude, but that's how it feels. I, I don't get that vibe. Keon took a while. Like, T- Keon took multiple seasons to get where he needed to be. Yeah, I, I don't I get that agree. vibe. Um, Texter says heck of a win. Always good to learn how to win ugly games. Texture says, Ugo was on the floor most of the last 60 seconds when they were hitting all the threes. Have to assume that's part of his plus minus, but he was awful. I thought Bradshaw was good at times. Yeah, this is one of those few games where Bradshaw actually felt like he contributed while he was out there. Well, he had two big dunks, right? And I'm actually a little surprised he didn't get teed up on the first one. Um, he had two big dunks, and, you know, the, those momentum shifting plays are really. By the way, that he was plus me. six. He was out there seven minutes, and he was plus six. The first the 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 alley oop pass that Reed had to do in the first half, where he like really threaded the needle over the oh, outreach. Yeah. I mean, it was, oh, that pass was sick. As Absolutely was the uh, as was the over the shoulder pass that they that they hit us for one in the first half. Couldn't couldn't be mad uh, at that one. I just had to applaud. Uh, why did Coach start the second half uh, with the same five that starting line, the that started the first half? Like crap. Um, that's what he does. Most coaches start the put their stars in to start the second half, unless it's something totally egregious. Um, and, but you know what? To that point, David, they started the f- second half the same way they started the first half, and Cal had to call a quick timeout. Um, and so um, that that I think that's a real valid valid question. Yeah. Um, uh, glad says, we find. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, you go with yours. I was going to we'll, say, we'll Texas go says this is the most fun Kentucky team we've had since the Fox and Monk team. But it's also this because of that. Doesn't it also make it somewhat frustrating because of we know how they can play and then just not getting that as often as we as we would want to get it. I'm I'm starting to get, and I'm not going to sit here and say they're going to have the same result, but I'm starting to get a little bit of the 2014 team vibe. Okay, all right. Of uh, that, it's it's taking them a while. But we know we it was the same deal. We saw how good they could be, and then they drop a stinker. But when we got to the last week, and then we got into the SEC tournament, they made a run. And this this kind of a game, pulling this out when you are down double digits multiple times in the game on the road, hostile environment, you're able to enforce your will and play your game in the final ten minutes when it's usually the exact opposite in these kinds of games. It's it's a small sign, but for me, it's a sign of a team that is starting to grow. Now, go out and take care of business these next two weeks. Make a run in the SEC tournament. Get yourself a, a three seed, maybe even a two seed if you can win out. Get yourself where you're not going to have bad matchups. Man, a two seed, I don't. They'd have to win the SEC. They'd have but to that's win what I'm out saying. If SEC, you win out, yeah. you have a. Sh- there is still a shot at a two seed here. Yeah, I think a three seed is legit, which it I is. didn't think was. Yeah. Um, glad Cody's saying glad we finally win one of those nail biters. Uh, Ron saying the thing that irritates me is Reed should have been the starting point guard from game three, if not sooner. No idea what Cal promised DJ during recruiting, but <laughs> I mean, I, I understand it. But he's playing 35 minutes, you know, I, 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 it, that's what matters, right? Uh, By the I way, I thought Kentucky. Go ahead. Uh, Reed is now tied. Texter saying Reed is now tied for third in steals in a season behind Roderick Rhodes at 76, 11 behind Rondo in six fewer games. Going to shatter that record. Kentucky had nine wow. steals tonight. Seven different players had a steal. 
that is that. That's one of those. That's one of those defensive stats that really kind of stand out too. Like you know, and and again, just if they if they actually played better fundamental defense, what could what could they be doing? But you that know? shows effort and energy. Where you have seven different guys registering a steal instead of it just being well, they had ten and Reed had five of them. This is a, and it's kind of the same thing that. So like I, I got to know Perry Stevenson a little bit. Uh, maybe I should call him one time to see if he'll come on the post game show. I don't. I don't even think about that, but. Uh, you know, Perry was always known for his shot blocking and whatever else. And I said, you know why you were such a good shot blocker? I said, because you were such a bad defender. You were constantly getting beat, and you were able to make up with it for being a good shot blocker. Um, we're getting. I actually thought Kentucky would lose this game. I was in a meeting and checking the score, and I was shocked when I checked it again. And it was seventy four seventy one. They had the will to win. Uh, good job on the Cats. How do you feel about a run in March? I think it's possible, but I'm cautiously optimistic. Let's just say that. Uh, and I would say the same for you. Is that true, Ince? Yes. Yeah, sorry, I'm reading. Our uh, our guy Detox is taking shots now. <laughs> <laughs> Anything um, you want to share? Justin, yeah, Justin. Um, apparently, we've got a lot of people on the YouTube stream. Justin, so for our, our oh, guy it's was, like we was got, we, we were over 300 there for a while. Yeah, and so our guy Detox replied and he goes to the sticks and hollers of Kentucky have internet now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how do you feel? Oh, listen, we already said that one. Every Kentucky opponent. Plays their best against them. <laughs> okay, I, I don't like the whole this is where everyone's Super Bowl kind of thing. You know, I don't, I don't know, uh, but I know that's what Cal likes to say. Uh, if Bradshaw could play defense without fouling, if Bradshaw or Dillingham could play defense without fouling, he would make a bigger impact in every game. Uh, Michael saying, I think Justin was under pressure after last game. He'll be fine, but tonight belonged to Reed. Uh, a lot of people think agree with that. Bobby saying, I th- was thinking the same thing about. Uh, reminds me of the 2014 2014 team lost a bunch of close games, but it figured out how to win during tournament time. Um, Justin continuing saying, please let's like and subscribe. We're getting close to 600 subscriptions tonight. That's awesome. Keep it going. Sofro's been doing a really good job with its ESPN Plus platform, Louisville Plus, uh, even though sometimes I think him and Jason Inter are going to have fights, which is <laughs> always fun. Uh, Jared said, you say it doesn't matter who starts, but we started down 12 both halves starting the wrong lineup. I, I, Jared, I actually I have to agree with that tonight. I think you're I think you're dead on. I, I, I the more I think about that comment, uh, I know that most coaches will start the same guys the first, second half they do in the, the to start the game, but we almost did it to ourselves. I mean, I think I think those points are excellent points. Ince, what do you think? I'm I'm with him. I'm sorry. I'm being distracted over here. Um, <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> somebody is <they're> distracting me. <laughs> um, real quick, Texter that brought up the uh, Keon Brooks-Edwards comparison, he clarified, he said, for me, it's just the clear potential without the consistent execution. Frustrating to watch. What's frustrating about Edwards right now? Like, why would you be frustrated about how he's playing? It, it's I'm not, I'm not caught up on the fact he only had two points. We talked about it earlier. His energy, what he brings on the defensive end of the floor – it, it was on display tonight. He's not going to go, you know, perfect from the floor and score 20 points. That's not going to be his game. But if you can get five points from him, five rebounds, some energy on the defensive end, I'm, I'm perfectly fine with that. Uh, William kind of going into the whole starting lineup thing. Starting every game with only one proven scorer, creator, and three of our best players on the bench, make it make sense. It's how he is. It's, it's yeah. always been how he is, and we can complain about it all we want to. But at the end of the day, it's about who's out there at the end of the game. 
And he's not and waiting very long to get those guys. I mean, they were in what in within the two Big minutes. Big Z tonight? was in before the under sixteen. Big Z was in there early. I no, mean, I'm, I, I thought Shepard and Dillian didn't they come in like two minutes? Shepard and Dillian were in there real early. Big Z was in right after them. And uh, yeah, I mean, it was. I mean, yeah, I'm I'll tell you when here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we had the sub uh, substitution. Yep, Edwards. <laughs> Edwards then, came out. Reeves came out. Dillingham and Reed came in. And then Big Z goes in at 16th a minute later. So, and I mean it was um, only seven three at that point. It's not like we were already down, you know, huge huge point total. But early on, I mean, God, Tolu Smith was just doing whatever he wanted to us there at the beginning of the game. I'm uh, getting a uh, Jeremy saying, "Love this team." I see a deep run, and then Jason saying, "More 2011 than 2014." So that's what we got going on. Uh, on the stream this has been awesome by the way i really appreciate everyone kind of uh interacting with the stream all the calls the texts this is uh, again we want this to be your all show and uh we'll react to it and just as long as you guys are in the conversation we'll be there with you and uh, hey, uh so it's been good yeah caller just called to ask if when mitchell comes back if he's quote going to get left on the bench where he belongs mitchell mitchell hannigan Oh, okay, I guess that wasn't funny. I'm not. Right. I'm not. <laughs> that'll get me into Mitchell's, trouble. I'm not saying anything. <laughs> Mitchell's not. I don't think Mitchell's coming back. Yeah, his, uh, his injury, the way Kyle Tucker was describing it last week, I don't know that that's one he comes back from before the tournament, if at all. Yeah, I agree. Um, Which I still sucks. think defensively they need to improve. However, they are potent on offense. They can outscore most teams. When and we talked. Listen, that was the point. That was, I brought up in December, you know, I was saying, man, they've got to get better on defense. They're not, gonna, and then you all were telling me, well, they're going to be able to outscore most teams. And then what happens when we get the conference play? It didn't happen, and we talked about it before. There's the the non-conference season, and then it amps up once you get to the conference season. We're starting to see them adjust, I think, to the conference season. They're actually probably playing. A little bit better now. They're playing much better now. I got to say, they're playing much better now than they did at the beginning of conference season. Uh, and now we're going to switch to tournament play, which you're going to have to amp it up another level. So as long as they can do that, then uh, you know we'll be okay. By the way, um, uh, according to Twitter, Cal opened up his radio post game um, with uh, with the official post game thing. You know what I'm talking about? Um, saying it was a precarious situation because there's too much time on the clock to foul, and that's why he didn't foul at three. And that, and I agree with that. That's what I kind of said too. By the way, that John Kelly Perry press conference, if we were going to carry it, would be <laughs> delivered by the Kentucky Office of Highway Safety. Whether you walk, pedal, or drive, let's share the road safely. I'm trying let's to see how long. Today. I'm trying to see how long his post game show was tonight. I'm actually doing the exact same thing because I thought it would be on Twitter, and it's I don't see it yet. So surely he's done it by now, right? Oh yeah, he's. I mean, if he's doing the radio one, he's already done. Yeah, it's already done. But I'm just wondering, so. you know, because because they got an early game on Saturday. <laughs> and you know it's it's Tuesday night, and he might it, need to get it back. It is early. Quickly. It is early, and uh, we'll be here. Uh, we will be. Uh, we'll be. On, I'll be. I'll be in Lexington actually that day. Um, but Ince will be in the studio. It's just gonna be you and me, right? No Zach on Saturday either. Is that right? Zach, are you here on Saturday? I'm going to Tailspin. No, he is. He is going to Tailspin. So no, he will not okay, be. Okay, there it is. So uh, we'll have that back. Uh, we'll be doing this the same way. So hopefully uh, Zach showed Jason how to set up the gaggle because that's a very important piece. Um, so let's get to some of the other stuff real quick. I think we're kind of slowing down here a little bit. We can get to that 
UPS Jobs Top 25 Scoreboard. Shift your future at UPS Jobs. Apply today at upsjobs.com. All right. And so you have it up or you want me to go with it? I did not have it up. So Okay, so can, that's though. going on the mixtape. Yeah, definitely. Instant, get it up. Uh, Cincinnati, <laughs> no, by the way. There's you not much going that, on. Not me. <laughs> There's not much going on tonight. Houston holds off Cincinnati 67. It's, a, it's actually a really light Tuesday night. There's a lot of, like the SEC games. Tomorrow's must-watch SEC basketball, by the way. And we'll get to that here in just a second. Uh, Houston, though, took care of Cincinnati 67-59. Uh, number one Houston for the second year in a row. So it's, uh, it's the first time, I think, in school history that they've been number one back-to-back seasons. Dayton. Uh, 80 to 66, the 21st ranked Flyers take down Davidson, the fighting Steph Curry's. Um, what's going on right now in the What to Watch presented by Cox's and Evergreen Liquors, your go to liquor store? As I mentioned before, Kansas is uh, getting beat right now. So it looks like they're going to go down. It is 74 to 68, uh, with BYU has the ball with 18 seconds left. Uh, so, you know, I know that that crushes everyone to see Kansas go down. Although, I guess, like, for RPI and all that kind of stuff, we need Kansas to win. But I'll take Mark Pope. Let's go, Mark Pope. Um, early on, Utah State, Fresno State just starting 22th ranked Utah State uh, up one to nothing. That's how early that game is. And we still got San Diego State to play San Jose State uh, later on tonight. That game is yet to tip. Uh, in the SEC play, we know that the only other real there's we had LSU beat Georgia sixty seven to sixty six, and we have um, Arkansas and Vandy in the in the you know between them and Missouri that's the race with the bottom of the SEC. I guess Missouri's still the worst though, right? But right now Vandy leads at half thirty five thirty one. Tomorrow, as I mentioned, if we're rooting for Kentucky to get one of those first four buys. There's a lot of games for us to watch. We're tied with Florida right now with five losses in conference play. However, they host Missouri. I don't think there's much of a chance there. If Missouri can pull out that upset, it would be phenomenal. Go Missouri. Uh, either Tennessee or Auburn is going to lose tomorrow. Um, what's better for Kentucky there? What do you think? I guess it's it's probably better for Auburn to lose that game and to be tied with Auburn because then we have the tiebreaker with Auburn and that would give them because that would give them five losses. I. Uh, at this point, the only thing I'm worried about is hoping Alabama continues to lose. Alabama, okay, well, Alabama to lose. Alabama goes to Ole Miss, and South Carolina goes to Texas A&M. Now, there, there's a game, you know, that if South Carolina could drop that one, which, you know, Texas A&M is actually a four-and-a-half-point favorite right now uh, over South Carolina, that would tie Kentucky and South Carolina. So, uh, you know, that's we've already seen that. We know Kentucky knows that's a tough place to go, so – Maybe that's what happens. So, all right, parting uh, parting thoughts there, Ince. Big win. Glad we got the win. Um, take care of business this weekend. Take care of business next week. Don't slip up anymore. Hope that Alabama, Tennessee, South Carolina, all those teams lose. You know, I, I thought a week ago SEC championship or SEC champions were completely out the window. There's still a slight chance we can do it. Take care of business. Let the chips fall where they may. And let's continue. I want to see them win out. I want to see them That'd win every game the rest of the reg- – screw it. I want to see them win every game the rest of the year. I don't want to lose another yeah. game. Well, win every game, you know, that, hang a That would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that would be absolutely amazing. You know, definitely looking like a, at least a 2-1. and one, It should be the minimum standard. But a 3-0 and o would be phenomenal to end the, to end the year. Um Get hopefully I think if they do that, I bet you they sneak into one of those buys in the in the conference tournament, and uh, and then 
you know, let's see what happens. You know, I, I think uh, this team can be dangerous in conference in the conference tournament. I, I want to see them rise to the occasion. That's all I want to see is rise. When, when things amp up next, when we go to postseason play, you know, are we going to turn it up too? And I think uh, uh, that's that should be the, the goal. Looks like BYU is going to hold on. They're going to knock off Kansas. So Kansas goes down, uh, giving Kansas their seventh loss of the season. Uh, so Kentucky's got an opportunity to move up in the polls even more. Um, not that the polls really, really matter that much. Like I said, Saturday we will be here. The game's a one thirty start. Is that right, Ins? I believe so. I already closed my laptop. Now you got to ask me. Yeah, that. so we'll be around 3.30, 4 o'clock. Uh, we'll hop on the air with you guys and uh, talk about what should be a pretty easy Cats win, a home game against Arkansas. Uh, so yeah, it's one thirty tip. Yep. Hopefully, and then I didn't. Fandy next it. Wednesday night at nine o'clock. Ugh. And then you're not going to have me for that one. That'll be all ints, and then I'll be back on for the live from California. I'm traveling. I've been traveling a ton, man. I'm I'm ready to stay home for a little bit. Uh, so I'll be doing that show from California, and uh, but we'll be on for that Tennessee uh, that Tennessee game. So huge game against Tennessee. And then hopefully I'll be back home in, in the in the in the city of Louisville in the 502 for the entire rest of the way for the SEC and the NCAA tournament. So, all right, man. Good show tonight. Lots of interaction. It's great show. You all take great care. Win. Great appreciate win. all the calls. Go appreciate cats. all the texts. Appreciate all the comments on YouTube. Keep it going. Yes, uh, by the way, Charlie Donovan, when he's not reading out cryptic tweets about uh, coaches that many people are speculating on, just uh, in regards to the Louisville job, he just tweeted this out. The same Kentucky fans calling for Cal's head today are the same ones that attacked actually Donovan for saying he was on the hot seat coming into the season.